Julie Reiber joins us. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. How are you? I'm very good. I wanted oh, to ask you, you so much. I mean, I have no idea uh, how old you are. So this next question might be obnoxious, but I'm wondering if the original album of Jagged Little Pill was an influence on your life. Yes, it was. Um, I won't reveal my full age, but I was in school, but I won't say what level of school. But yes, it was one of those albums for me that you, you just, you couldn't not know that album right and the music is for me i really latched on to the music because of the lyrics and the grooves and i just think that her writing is so incredibly smart and you would hear a song and you just couldn't get it out of your head and you wanted to hear it and you wanted to understand every lyric so yes that album for me was was a big chunk of of my uh some of my school years and i loved it so it's really it's really special and cool to now be singing those songs from a character's point of view i think that this music the way that they worked this into this uh story is incredibly well done um sometimes these these musicals where they take an album or some existing pop music and put it into a story it doesn't always work in this show i think it works incredibly well and it's really really well done so i want to talk just a bit about those songs that album and actually i realize that we're pulling on alanis morissette's entire catalog people use the word anger a lot about jagged little pill i'm not sure that's entirely accurate i just think it's it was groundbreaking in expressing a lot of things that women probably and young women wanted to express but it doesn't necessarily mean it's a revenge album oh not at all and i think more than anything it's like you said it's about expression and i think women in general um when we express ourselves when women have strong feelings or are assertive or, you know, speak out, they are suddenly angry or they are suddenly hysterical or out of control. And really all, all this album was, was any woman, any person expressing the actual, like real visceral kind of stuff that we go through, which on many levels in our society, you just don't talk about it or you shove it down or you don't, you don't get to talk about that kind of feeling. Right. And I think that that's all it is. So, um, of course there's anger, but also anger is a normal expression. <laughs> it's a, it's a normal feeling that happens for all of us. It's just whether you allow it to happen and allow it to be an acceptable feeling that you get to have. I am curious about the themes, obviously, in the show. And I was telling a friend that I had seen it, and I said, well, there's a mother who pops pills and almost dies. There's her estranged daughter and racial issues. Uh, there's the marriage coming apart. Then we get to, uh, you know, sexual assault and stuff. And my friend said, wow, sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> I can understand. I can understand. Look, when I first saw the show, so I got to see the show in previews on Broadway. I had a, a similar reaction to just the amount of issues that were being dealt with. It's a lot. But I also, um, I also appreciate, I appreciate how they tried to fit so many things in because they are all really important issues. And 
I do think that they're all intertwined and they're all, they're all these different stories that kind of magically came together for them, I, I assume, which is why they were able to include so much. I also think that it allows for a show that has such versatility of issues that are dealt with that every single person that comes to this show will find something to connect to. There will be a, a relationship, a person, uh, an experience that they will know, that they will see in themselves or someone that they know that they can connect to. But yes, it is a lot. The show is the show is intense on many levels. It's also joyous and funny on many levels. It has it has an extremely wide uh, range of emotions, which is just like Jagged Little Pill, right? It's just like the album. It, it just, it lets us express so many different things in one sitting. Jukebox musicals can be a bit of a challenge. And with respect, I don't know if you ever appeared in it, but I've always had a bit of a problem with Mamma Mia because I'll watch it and think that's not what that song's about. But in, <laughs> in this case, it's a fairly elegant fit. Yep, like I said before, I, I have been a part of many juke juke box musicals. I haven't done Mamma Mia proper, but I've sung a lot of those songs. Yeah. Yes, I have been a part of these musicals where it just doesn't work. You're trying to fit the wrong peg in the wrong shape and it does not work. But I I really do think that they got it right with this show. I think the writing is so incredibly good. The actual script and the story itself is so strong. And then the music and the lyrics and the storytelling of her music just fits in perfectly to what these characters are trying to say. I think they finally got it right with the show. I really do. And I know that there's a lot of really bad ones out there. <laughs> so um, this one is is a really great one, I think. I love watching actors in a show and thinking, I'll bet I know what else they've done. And I hadn't read your biography. And I okay. thought, she's done Alfalba in Wicked. <laughs> yep. And sure enough, you have. That is one yeah. powerhouse uh, role to play. It is. Um, it's one of the favorite things that I've ever done in my career, playing Alphaba. And um, it's interesting. I parallel playing this role to that because when you play Alphaba, kind of your entire day revolves around just being able to do the show, right? It's There's so much self-care. There's so much thoughtfulness around what you're eating, how you're sleeping, you know, doing your yoga, doing whatever you do to be able to be your best self so that you can, you can, your body and your voice and, and just your, your, yourself is able to do that on a regular basis. And I'm finding the same thing with this role. Um, you saw the show, so you know how emotionally and physically and, um, just mentally taxing it is. It's, it's a really heavy role and it's, it's, um, she's a lot to take on and I've been kind of doing the same thing that I had to do back then, which is just be really thoughtful about where my headspace is and meditating and doing the things that I need to do for myself to center myself and be able to play a role like this on a regular basis, like eight times a week. It's a lot and you don't want to take that home. You don't want to take it on too much. You have to find that balance of sort of separating yourself from the character so that it doesn't affect you too much because it's, it's heavy material for MJ. And I guess your voice and your style must be so in the pocket for some of the great all-time songs 
songs because you also appeared in Come From Away and you get to sing one of the great all-time powerhouse songs, you know, Me in the Sky. Yes. Oh, gosh, I love that song. Love that song. Love that writing. Love that show. Um, One of my favorite experiences that I've ever had doing Come From Away is just so special. Um, If you saw that show, you, you know how how incredibly special it is. And I was blessed enough to be on Broadway with that show for um, five years, the longest I've ever done a show ever. And just lifelong friends and telling that story is just one of the greatest blessings of my career. It's just great. And one of the fun things in this show is that people finally sound the alarm about the fact that ironic is not about anything ironic at all, which is a wonderful (laughs) self-aware moment. I love that scene. I especially love how Alex says it the very first time. They say, actually, that's not ironic. And they say it so perfectly. I love it so much. And it's it's that first moment of realizing that we're going to discuss this. I love it. I just think that there's, there's a lot of self-awareness in this show. There's nothing, um, you know, we're not trying to be anything that we're not. I think that that's one of the great things about this show. And I do love that scene. Agreed. <laughs> one last question for you. I'm not sure what level of involvement Alanis herself had in the show have you met her so i haven't so i joined for the second year of the tour i've just joined on i guess i've been here for a couple months now but the the original crew definitely met her and i know that she was a big part of getting it going on broadway and working on the show and putting it together so she has had a big a big hand in this i was certainly of course hoping to meet her maybe in canada um since she's canadian but i know she has a lot going on so i'm not sure if we're going to get to meet her here um those of us that haven't gotten to meet her yet i would certainly love to she's she is someone who i i'm very impressed by and i would i would love to meet her and thank her for this opportunity too because this is just this is a wonderful role and i'm i'm so so honored and happy to be playing it and singing her music and telling this story. Well, the Mervishes like surprises, so maybe they'll surprise you. Bring it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much.